Welcome to Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. This update is made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, North Dakota Soybean Council, Peterson Farms Seed, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's our host, Kara Hart. With me on Engage today, I have Sandy Osterday. She is the current president of the South Dakota FFA Foundation. She also farms. What are you doing here at the Women in Agribusiness Summit? Just kind of representing the South Dakota FFA Foundation and kind of our farm and local businesses that I work for and am a member of. Does it change your perspective being here and farming full-time instead of solely being in the agribusiness sector or do you consider it all the same thing? Uh, yes I kind of am in all, th- all, all things. Um, our, we have a family farm where we, where we raise shorthorn cattle in South Dakota and we raise crops and I also work for a local feed company managing a feed store and a little manufacturing plant and then I'm also on the FFA Foundation so kind of wear many hats but um, I enjoy all of it and just been able to be involved and get out and, and network with people and and see what things that people are doing in their area and what can be done for to keep things going especially for the youth of, of our country that we want to get want them in, involved in agriculture and the opportunity and tell them the opportunities that are available for them so when you're on the farm what what is that like I wouldn't say full-time farmer I'm I am very active I enjoy being out especially working with the cattle I do a lot with our show cattle and um, help with the bookkeeping, of course, and paying bills and, and whatever's needed. Just, I've always been a part, grew up on a farm, so it's nothing new to me, so I, I enjoy being out there. And I uh, do have two sons in our farming operation now who are taking over, so I, I lot of, lost a lot of the jobs when they grew up and were old enough to do it, but that's fine, and they do a great job. And it's a family operation, and so, yeah, but things have really changed over the last several years, just uh, technology and just the way you think about farming. and. And the ups and downs and especially this year with our drought it's been extremely hard but you make do and you learn how to adapt and change your practices and do what you have to do how do you um, balance uh, life you know doing all of the full-time work that you do uh, you know with family and getting things done on the farm it's a little easier now of course it's a little harder when they're younger and and you're doing the mom role and everything too and you just do it you you make you make your quality time it's it's, and it's a little easier with the farm family because you do everything together and um, like I said we showed cattle and that was that was our thing that we did that was our fun thing is that we do as a family but yeah it's just your way of life is is with your family all the time do you have any tips for anyone kind of like going through that right now trying to to manage life and the craziness of it? I guess the best advice I could give is just always be there. Go to their activities. Don't miss an activity for your job or for, you know, being, you can always take time off of the farm. Granted, there is things that need to be done, but just always be there for your kids' activities and let them know that you're there. They're, they definitely appreciate it in the long run. That an adjustment too, going from, you know, full-time, taking care of everyone pretty much. The boys still are on the farm, so they're still there. I'm just not in the in the, the same type of, you, you change your mom role, I guess. You're always a mom, but uh, it's just, it's just Justin. I guess I don't feel that I have any more time than I did before. Just you just kind of change your the things you do. Maybe have a little bit more time for doing some volunteer activities or just spending time doing nothing, <laughs> staying home, relaxing sometimes. 
how did you know you wanted to step up into a leadership role, especially even with a, an organization like uh, the, the FFA Foundation? I've always been an FFA. Uh, from well, My brother was an FFA, and in fact, my dad, I'm a third, uh, second generation. My boys are third generation FFA members. So I've always been around the FFA organization and went through all my years in high school and didn't really participate in it in college. And um, when I got married and moved to the area I'm in now, the local ag teacher was a friend of my boss. And so I met him and, and said, oh, I'd be happy to help with the FFA activities. And it, it kind of just snowballed from there, which is fine. Um, we did a lot of chair, chairmanship on our local level. And then I was asked by someone who was uh, going to retire from their position on the South Dakota FFA Foundation Board and ask if I would be willing to serve for our district. Our state's divided into 14 different districts and I said sure I'd be happy to help and was on the board for a few years and then was elected to president and I've just enjoyed the being able to work with different people in the industry and do things for our youth. We, uh, the main fo focus of the foundation, of course, is raising money for all the activities on the state level, scholarships, the convention, uh, leadership activities, and uh, just, like I said, I just enjoy, passion has been a word at this conference all week, too, so if, if, you, if you have a passion for something, it's pretty easy to do. Do you have any challenges that you've had to overcome? The last few years with the ag economy, it's been really hard. We've had some some sponsors who have had to back off their amount of, of money that they, they'll fund us with, but most of them still seem to, they want to stay in at some level. So that's probably been our, one of our biggest challenges is, is trying to get the, the funding when, when, we're all, when we're working for an ag organization and trying to find money from ag industry, that, that, that's a challenge. Where, where's the promise in the FFA organization, especially with um, females? Because I think the, um, at least national representation, there are more females in the National FFA organization member-wise than there has ever been before. And I mean, how does that look like in South Dakota? Yes, it's, it looks the same in South Dakota. Our, our numbers, we're at the highest number of membership. We have been, I don't know the exact number right now, but uh, that we've ever had. So enrollment in FFA is just growing on the national and the state levels. Um, we've added uh, six to seven chapters in the, in the last two years, both years, to um, our chapters in South Dakota. So it's good to see the schools supporting the program, knowing that um, ag, is, ag education is important and that the FFA organization can offer so many things to the students from leadership to especially career, whether it's going to be in production agriculture or in an ag industry, agribusiness of um, any kind. They can just go so many places from being the benefit of the FFA organization. This special series is produced by the Red River Farm Network. Thanks to these supporters, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, North Dakota Soybean Council, and Peterson Farms Seed.